That's the sound of the 24 clock ticking down because welcome. It's issue number 68 of the Infinite Backlog. We're <laughs> on a time crunch because Roy's computer is dying. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. So we're, we're going to get battery, through this We're episode, on battery baby. support. So we got to go. 44% counting. Go. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys, you guys are going to get live updates on the state of the battery throughout this episode. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, and actually, Andy, I, while I didn't know what you were doing when you just started sort of donkey honking um, making sounds <laughs> i did get it when you said it's the 24 cents yeah so it's actually pretty good kerchunk good. kerchunk thank you <laughs> thank you if you, as someone who watched all all seasons of 24 for reasons that surpass understanding that sound that sound lives deep within me are there um, 24 sound are there 24 ep- episodes there's 24 episodes season? every season yeah nice yeah they stick to that fucking shit. It's amazing. You anyway. have to. It's the only thing they've got. And also, damn it. <laughs> but that can yes, only eat up so much time. Glory. Glory. <laughs> this is the Infinite Backlog. This is our comic podcast. It's a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. No DC, I guess, for no for no real reason other than we're doing Marvel and Marvel's the hot shit. Other than they suck. <laughs> Shane's going on record. You can send all your hate mail to Shane. I'm uh yeah, I'm not DC take that. stands for dick suck. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> D- DC stands for D's comics suck. <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm the one from beyond. And with me are my co-hosts, the bothersome Shane. Yep, yep, prove that already. <laughs> and Rory, the conceptual being. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because he's not because he's not a real guy. No, he's only real in concept. Ugh, uh, I, I love the conceptual <laughs> beings. Today we read some comics that feature uh, a little bit of Spider-Man and Daredevil, and then a lot of the Beyonder, and they take us from September through December of 1985. Uh, I'll try and keep this brief, but I've got a lot of got a lot of historical facts. It's a big time period. So uh, during that time, the, the the fucking Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, comes out in the U.S. <sighs> Finally, we can start hunting duck. We can hunt duck. Finally, <laughs> watch you out, get glove. <laughs> the power get the, glove. The power glove. Yeah, I still have one in a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think, does it fit adult hands? Yeah. So what did kids do? Um, it has a stri- like it has like Velcro straps on it to tighten it. But then the you can't the there's no Velcro straps straps to, to shorten the fingers. You, you mm, just have. I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> Andy. I think. Listen. I think you, you. I think you're you're misinterpreting how the glove is used. How the power glove uh-huh, is used. Uh-huh. There's a controller on the back of it that you touch. <laughs> 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 
you hold your yeah. arm in front of you and you type into it like <laughs> like a fucking Power Ranger glove thing or like your Leela from Futurama. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I never had a power glove. I forgot all about that exciting technology where they took a controller and affixed it to a glove. <laughs> uh, Calvin and Hobbes first releases in newspapers. Nice. So, nice. you know, lots of people like that. Let the pissing begin. Let the pissing on things oh, yeah, that, we, that we don't like. That's unsanctioned. I forget how they're getting away with that. Because <laughs> he doesn't sell merch. Right. He does not like that. All I know is it's his bootleg, and you're a bad person if you do All it. I know is Calvin is pissing on your honor student. All I know is you're making, you're making Bill cry <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, here's here's an actual bummer. I have to I have to say this one really briefly because it's a local bummer and I don't skip those. Uh, in December, right wing extremist. Oh David wait 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 Rice wait. Mur- murders. You, would, what? would you would you insert uh, some some local news sort of like <laughs> <laughs> little sound sound hit for local bummers? Yeah, this just in local bummers. Okay, now proceed. The right-wing extremist David Lewis Rice murders civil rights attorney Charles Goldmark, as well as Goldmark's wife and two children, in Seattle. Rice suspected the family of being both Jewish and communist and claimed his dedication to the Christian identity movement drove him to the crime. So. I hate that I want to say Jomunist because it's really, really good, but that's not okay. You can't. You're right. That. that is really, really good, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good, Shane. <laughs> you should. Do they have awards for that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah, the comedy awards, the white supremacist comedy <laughs> com- awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hosted by, wait, we couldn't find anyone? <laughs> I'm sure you could find someone. Kanye you know, the award. The, <laughs> the award for best black joke goes to. <laughs> literally, literally Kanye. Um, <laughs> so that one, local bummers are over. I have one more really quick one. Um, so Diane Fossey is found murdered in Rwanda by a machete. And they don't know who. And uh, f- uh, this was this this kind of got me. The, her her final uh, diary entry read: "When you realize the value of all life, you dwell less on what is past and concentrate more on the preservation of the future." Which and like she got chopped up, right? Which feels like the kind of thing you'd write in your diary if you knew it was your last one. If you knew you were getting well, or up. or like someone else wrote it in there after they <laughs> chopped her up, <laughs> right? Uh, this is gonna hit hard. Yeah, this is gonna. <laughs> now, is this the Fosse that invented the dancing with In, he, Bob no. Fosse? That's Bob. Yeah, this is Diane, the one that worked with like the monkeys in Rwanda. Yeah, so we all know I thought that was Jane so, Goodall. They were friends. Mm, I've never heard of this Fosse person though. And I've heard, heard of Jane Goodall. She wrote so. Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> I've heard of this. I've heard of the book. Congo. I only know people who aren't chopped. No. Up. I'm sorry. I can't think of anybody. I can't think of any whole person that you're referring to. My friend Stephen King wrote a book called Congo. Wait, was it Stephen King? I don't know who wrote that book. I, I, I think I know about monkeys. You I bail on that. Congo. Uh, now tell me, what are we doing about the what are we doing about the laser beams? Because it seems like we just are not addressing it. 
<laughs> Do we just let them have lasers? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, okay. So hold on. This is, this is still a bummer, but this is my favorite part of the bummer. Okay. So, so she was cl- clearly killed with like a strike to the face with a machete, and Rwanda's courts apparently charged her assistant with the crime, uh, who was like gone. And so he was charged in absentia and they were like, what the fuck? But apparently they arrested a bunch of people for it, I guess. One of, and this, the fucking Wikipedia article says the arrests they made included Rwandan Emmanuel Ruelacana, a tracker who had been fired from his job after he allegedly tried to kill Fosse with a machete. It's <laughs> <laughs> a reasonable guess. So they had a guy who tried to do this exact thing before, but he didn't get charged with the crime. That was a totally unrelated machete incident. Look, that was a, that was an act out of. Look, I lost my head a little bit. I'm not gonna. The, the oh, police were like, the police were like, oh, our bad. Our, we totally missed that. Our bad. And yeah, well, everybody's gonna do that once. <laughs> Everybody gets one machete attack. <laughs> Make a kill. Oh, and I swear to God, this is this is the final piece of information. I just thought this was a really weird thing to add to the, the Wikipedia article. It said, in 2014, the 82nd anniversary of Fosse's birth was commemorated by a Google Doodle. Cool Google. So, <sighs> is thanks, it Google? Is it a, Thank like you, a Google. girl with like a machete coming out of her head, like? Ooh. No. Surrounded by no. gorillas, like dancing and holding hands, like no. <laughs> around in <an> earth. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I hate the Google this. Doodles have been bad lately. I'll be yeah, the first. I'll go on record. They have been so bad lately, I would not put it past them. Yeah. Fuck you, Google. Yeah, how dare you? Ge- your gestures are very empty. Um What's okay. that person's name? Amanda Fossey. Diane Fossey. She's very famous. <laughs> it doesn't seem like she's famous. I don't know who she is. Okay. Well, I know every famous person. Mm, she's probably more famous to Gen Xers and Boomers. Oh, but. my God. I just looked up the Google Doodle. It is exactly what I said to you. I'm putting There's it in the no chat machete. right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just wait. Okay. Put it in the chat. Fucking, fucking push your money where your mouth is. Wait, this isn't it. You fucker. This is actually pretty cool. It's a watercolor sketch. But here is an early sketch of it that I'm putting it in the chat right now. Um, It's right next to the power glove that I have also put in the chat. (laughs) Yeah, I see the power glove. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's a monkey hugging her. (laughs) It's a monkey hugging her, like I said. (laughs) The monkey loves her. Yeah. Aw. Okay. Okay. It's officially we're, we're done. We're done with the we're done with the historical portion of this podcast and the bullshit portion of this podcast. Now it's time to get down to very serious comic discussion. And just because I know we have way more to say about Secret Wars, let's start with the Spider-Man. Peter Parker Spider-Man. Uh, which Yes, Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man, uh continuing a story that we started uh last issue and uh we read a couple more issues of it. And I I feel like it's remained pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's solid. The they made reference I to Jean Claude Van Damme. 
the complaint I have about this when they do an, an arc like this, where they sort of like, let's get real, is yeah. you sort of start pulling at the threads of reality that hold together a comic book universe. Uh, like, uh-huh. okay, so now we're doing now we're doing a little more realism. So everything before uh-huh. that's not that 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 doesn't get to have to follow these rules, or it did, and we were just. Now, in the future, are we going back to the old rules or the new... Like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. To me, yeah, you totally. sort of... You sort of... You betray the reality of the world. Like, if we're going to do real normal serial killers and real normal mental illness. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Great. Um, but probably Spider-Man doesn't find him. Uh, <laughs> well, and and, and uh, next maybe week... Maybe the we not real the Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what I have, what I feel but like is... It is good. Like, the the weird thing, the one that caught me off guard, so one of the, one of the main things, right? So, okay, so there's the, this bad guy, Sin Eater, who's just like, I don't know, sort of a serial killer. Not really sure what the logic is behind his kills. Yeah, he he's, killed this he's cop kind friend of going of after high-profile people, and it sounds like his his motives were a little murky, like... Is he taking out people who were actually bad and is and that's a good thing, but he's gone too far, sort of a punisher type? Or is he wrong? It sounds like he's mostly just incorrect about the people he targets. Right. Yeah. Right. Even it's, though Jay Jonah just, James just has probably got some bones in his bones in his pocket. He yeah, just he thinks d- they're bad people. <laughs> you stay away from my pocket bones. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry, I don't know what that I'm just doing a fake Jonah Jameson voice. <laughs> 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 my pocket bones aren't your business. <laughs> um no what what got me is that this this issue in a in a attempted fight with Sin Eater Spider-Man is shot at by his like scatter gun or like a shotgun type thing and he dodges it and a innocent bystander gets shot and killed instead and I feel like like yes okay good that Peter is feeling remorse about this and like that that's it that is fucked up situation and like Yes, he probably shouldn't feel responsible, but also he definitely does feel responsible. But there's been a lot of collateral damage in Spider-Man before now. Yeah, I, I, if there's if there's a, an angle in on this, uh, there's the argument to be made. Given that he can survive being like hit with a building, uh, he might have been able to just tank that tank that shotgun blast, but dodged uh-huh. it instead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe in that in that regard. You know, that's the thing about adding the sort of this kind of realism into a comic book. We don't actually really know if Spider-Man can take a bullet hit because that's not how comics usually work. We don't shoot that. Right. Like either either the bullet, <laughs> the bullet deflects, you know, you know, like a Captain America type, right? It just bounces mm-hmm. right off of them. But we don't know if it goes into your flesh, sort of all bets are kind of off if you don't have bullet reflective powers. Yeah. Yes, exactly. We have no idea how that's how how Spider-Man can he can he get shot? I don't know. We don't know because that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. His so spider senses don't allow it. Yeah. Well, sure. But now the question is, should he have tanked that shot or did he have to move? Right. Because they they brought it up. They, this is the situation they've created. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, <laughs> I got to I gotta say, there is a, from for, to me, a, an incredibly pointless scene where Peter breaks into Jean DeWolf's uh, apartment and finds that she had a bunch of like newspaper cuttings and photos of him. And he's like, oh, she had a crush yes. on me. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> Fuck, maybe we could have fucked. Yeah, oh, that's exactly die? what he says. That's why exactly to die? what he says. <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally goes, this drawer is full of pictures of me and I am hot and she was hot. <gasps> no. <laughs> Think of the opportunity that I had. No. Yeah, extremely <laughs> strange and very frustrating. There's also, there's a, there's a black reverend character who makes some pretty on point anti-police comments and then the comic pers- proceeds to paint him in a negative gross light about it. Um yes, and then blows him away. No. No, that's a different. That's a different. There was a Reverend Bernard Finn and a Reverend Tolliver. So Tolliver's the one that's on TV and he's Oh, the Tolliver's one the one on TV. Well, he's the yeah, one on so, TV, but the and, the one that's like actually in the Confessional, the confessional is away. a different one. Yes. Yeah. And that's just but... going to be a product of the times, like, especially New York City, probably America as a whole, but definitely New York in the 80s. Uh, very New York pro in the rule 80s, yeah. Yeah. Big fan of cops. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's like, it's, it's, it's extreme cognitive, or not cognitive. Yeah. It's just, it's just dissonant for me to read now because oh, yeah. he basically is Especially like, when the he's like, oh yeah, the, the police don't pay attention to black people. Yeah, it's not like a cartoonish depiction of those of those mm-hmm. opinions. It's like it's the real ones that are true, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, they, and then they're just completely disregarded by an by yeah, like, and then the, the cops that we're supposed to like. Yeah, uh, this cop character we're supposed to like named Stan. Uh, immediately after he says that is like, Ugh, does Sin Eater take requests? <laughs> and in in the oh. moment, you're you're like you're like, oh, gross, gross. This guy's like wanting to kill this black man that's critical of them. And then the comic paints Tolliver like a vain, self obsessed piece of shit. Yeah, but he then goes later over and we learn himself that on the news and is like, you're yeah. yeah. Your he, they make him out to be like a um, <laughs> drinking his, his cola. Who's the uh, O.J. Simpson lawyer? Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, I never remember the names. But yeah. yeah. And then later, we learn that that cop that we're supposed to like is the real Sin Eater. And so now, does that paint that? Like, now I don't know where I stand. Like, I don't (laughs) know where I'm supposed to be at. Do we like the thing he said? Do we not like the Black Reverend? Do we, like, I don't know. It's just very confusing. Anyway. Uh, oh, because Sin Eater's a bad guy, and Sin Eater wanted to kill him, so thereby he's a good guy. Like by the right, I see, I see, right. I see the logic. Exactly. I see the logic hoops that we're flying the plane through. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of logic hoops, we have to talk about how on the TV, as they're all watching each other, there is a cutaway. To Santa Claus. We have to talk about Santa Claus. Oh, the Santa page. So there's, okay, so, but what's happening is the action Uh. news, the action news lady is like, in other news, we have a man who's doing petty theft on the other side of the city, and it's a one-man job, and then you turn the page. That is incredibly important, the petty theft thing, um, because I did miss that, and it seems very rapey. Yeah, it says that, police yeah. are puzzled by a series of burglaries on the east side recently. They're the unsure like of a, how the 
They're unsure of how the burglar or burglars gain entrance. Only small objects are taken, such as small televisions, um, implying a one-man operation. And then it does the whole scene with Santa to show how they're being stolen. Oh, oh my yeah. God. See, oh, okay. I read that, and then <laughs> I turned the page, and the sight of Santa just flew that out of my head. I did not put one two and yeah, two together that either. Santa was the burglar. But I, also, you yeah, guys, I this, thought he was this, molesting this kids. issue came out in... This issue came out in December. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, are they insinuating it actually was, it was Santa Claus? It was Claus? just like a funny joke. It's just like a funny joke. But, but it's just but so that, no, It looked, it looked so like rapey. they were having this weird, this psycho Santa molesting children. It was really gross and hard to read. Yeah. Uh, he's like, let me in. And she's like, do you like Oreos? And he's like, I fucking love Oreos. Let me in. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but okay, but okay, wait, wait. But then that little girl, right? There's a little girl letting Santa into the house. Uh-huh. Is that the same little girl that's the little girl of the of the bad guy that 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 fucking Spider-Man makes a life a living hell for? Because that guy has a little girl too, right? Yes, the, yes. It was so, so confusing. This issue was so confusing in place. I don't yeah. think it was her, but it was it was weird because that this the Santa page proceeds to have nothing to do with the rest of the issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was searching for connections with ev- like every fiber of my being. <laughs> <laughs> Please, is that the same little girl? God, make this story make sense. Um <laughs> Santa page. <laughs> oh god. Um there's some there's some fun there's fun uh Kingpin content briefly where I guess both Spidey and Daredevil have separately visited Kingpin to ask him what he knows about Sin Eater and he's like I don't fucking know anything. This guy sucks. Yeah. Get out of my house. He's a he's a priest killer and priest killers make cities hard to control. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some classic Kingpin shit. But I love that they just nice. like go to his house and Kingpin's like, I'm tired of you right now. This is so exhausting. I don't, not every piece of crime, as much as I'd love it, not every piece of crime actually goes through me. Well, it's, it's the part that's fun about this sort of like reality check in these issues where he's like, I'm a comic book villain. I don't have a, I don't have a serial killer. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. The very, the very end. Uh, there's some, there's weird, weird content. There's this, this girl Marla. Is she somehow related to J. Jonah Jameson? Isn't her last name Jameson? Is she like his daughter? What's going on with that? There, there's mention of her again in the second issue. There, there, there's an involvement, be that of whatever kind. I, I really didn't pick it up. Yeah, but she's, she's in the mix with Ned Leeds and and uh, And Betty. Betty. and they're all yeah. just at the they're all at the bugle in some capacity, boning or so, just paying each other. Well, I think they're at right. his house because she answers the phone. She answers right. the phone. Jameson yeah. residence. Because so J. Jonah Jameson's in Florida and they're staying at Jane Jameson's house. Yeah. So but, do you remember that used favorite. to be a thing before cell phones, right? Like if you were at yes. a friend's house and they needed Jameson you to residence. answer the phone, you would still you would say where you you wouldn't say this is somebody else you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But okay, my favorite panel because it was so com- it was so easily misconstruable. Uh, in and amongst a bunch of other drama that's happening, Marla comes up to Betty in the office, Betty Brant, and she's like, "You know, Betty, I'm almost sorry Jonah's coming back tomorrow." I know, Marla. Us two girls on our own. I haven't had this much fun since high school. 
And the word girls is about to smash. It it sounds like they're fucking. And the word girls is in quotes, like us two (laughs) girls on our own. Us two two underage (laughs) women are about to do something that you can't print. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. But it's that that it what is even better is that moment is interrupted, right? Is yeah, yeah. It's getting steamy and you're like, ooh. ooh. And then dude is like, where's Jameson? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here. <laughs> yeah, so the, the climax and the and the 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 end, the like cliffhanger of this issue is that uh they figure out Sin Eater is the cop that that Spider-Man's been dealing with, who's been the one on the case. Oh, we definitely saw it coming. Um and his next target is J. Jonah Jameson. I didn't only because, so like you go. said, like he has these lines that yeah. we get. We're privy to his internal monologue that <laughs> don't suggest that he's like, "I'm gonna be senator tonight and go kill some people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But his target is Jameson, so he's gonna go to Jameson's house. But we know that Marla and Betty are the only ones there, and so the very end of this issue. For all the world, it looks as though Betty gets her whole body blown apart. She with looks gun. completely obliterated. Yeah, yeah, and uh, fade to black, and at least into the degree a comic book can. It's like two yeah, thirds of the page is that. Dick Wolf. Is, is, yeah, <laughs> two thirds of the page is, is <laughs> Betty is the back of Betty's you. chair getting smashed up by the shotgun blast, mm-hmm. and then the bottom third is credits. It does credits. Yeah, <laughs> credits. It does just cut to credits. Battery check, Rory. Where are we at? Uh, we're sitting at 35%. Hanging strong. 35, strong. okay. Doing great, doing moving, great, doing great. Doing all all right. right. Yeah. I think, so to save Rory's battery, I think we need to just sort of do a highlight reel of the Secret Wars issues that we read. Secret Wars 2, I should say, very clearly. Uh, Secret Wars 2, issues 3 through 6. Uh, because uh, I don't know that it's possible to explain the plot of all four of these issues it, it, in a way it that... Does, it does. It, it, it's quite all over the place. Um, So you were saying that this is pretty universally hated, right, Andy? I think that... Comic fans traditionally, like, I think partially at the time and definitely, like, you know, people trying to read through big, Im- yeah, sure. important okay. stuff kind of so, hate this. It's it's goofy and it yeah. is not high art. Uh, there is no <laughs> possible way by any justification you could say to me this is worse than Secret Wars 1. That's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> I know. Look. <laughs> Because, okay, this is more Jim Shooter content. We we talked about this before. He's the editor-in-chief or whatever. Everyone has to do what he says. And he's like, my self-insert hot, all-powerful man, my Gary Stu is going to be the have a nine-issue miniseries, and he's going to fuck his way through Manhattan and the universe. <laughs> yes. And, and you're like, okay, Jim. And he makes it. And it's just kind of really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I yeah, I thought it. that this it's... I thought that this was a much more sort of believable look. So we've had these sort of demigod characters fall to Earth or Earth air quotes in the case of Adam Warlock. Yeah, but yeah. Whether it's Warlock or Silver Surfer or the Beyonder, they have a pretty similar origin, uh, figuring out how to operate in society. And Beyonders yeah. was the most fun by a long shot. Totally, yeah. 
uh, because after a first couple issues where he's like just talking to Molecule Man and Spider-Man shows him how to piss and he's still just <laughs> basically a baby, we jump into issue three and he learns how to fuck from the mob. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he joins the mafia, <laughs> and uh, and they give him free sex lessons every night <laughs> with like twelve women. Yep. And then yep. he just slowly turns more into this gobble ghoul mobster. And at, one point, <laughs> and at one point, he goes to Vinny's mansion, and Vinny like puts his hand on, like Vinny's the big mob guy, and he puts his hand on his shoulder, and he goes, "I have nothing left to teach so, you." So this is this and is he silly, sets but him free like a baby bird. Yeah. So I think you have this part. You have to read really closely uh, because it's not spelled out. Beyonder's influence has already sort of spread to Vinny. Because at the beginning, Vinny's yes, you know yes. much more like a st- like a father figure, and by the end, he's more like a sidekick. Um, but we don't yeah. see we don't actually see people falling in love with him spelled out to us until he says he's going to do it. The, but the first couple of people, both Vinny yeah. and then the uh, Toots, Toots also falls in love with him without Toots. without them explaining it really, or without him explaining it really. Yeah, that he's got this sort yeah, of power to just. Yeah, that's uh, sort of oozing out and taking over the universe. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of yeah. well done, but it, it I, does... I kind of love it. it. Yeah. Because, God, I don't know. There's just, there's such a, there's such a balls out, unapologetic vibe to Secret Wars 2 that I kind of, I kind of love. Like, he leaves the mob and then he hears about Kingpin and is like, I'm gonna go see that guy. And then he's, he's like, mean to Vinny. I'm he your doesn't boss like now. that Vinny has to pay. He doesn't like that he doesn't treat Vinny like the top dog. Because yeah. Vinny's top dog. Vinny, <laughs> Vinny's top yeah. dog. Yeah. And so he goes to Kingpin, and Kingpin's like, uh, I'm your servant. And he, and then and then as if that wasn't enough, we turn the page and he's like At the talking House. to the president of the United States. And he's like, Well, now I control America. <laughs> and then he's like, and all molecules, except molecule man's. But it's dope. And he just sort of like, I don't know, everything comes easy to him. I, The central question of this comic is interesting because it seems to ask, like, what possible meaning could mortal life have to somebody who's truly all powerful? Like, how can someone who can just snap their fingers and have literally anything get worth out of anything or feel like we do? And I yes. find that question very interesting. The way they explore it isn't always great, but it's very entertaining. And, and it doesn't seem to lose sight of that main concept either, which is I, I do give it props for like everything kind of whether it's in kind of like a, you know, a, a very special episode kind of way. Like it all does sort of feed into this question of like, how does he find value and worth in in life? And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's very serious all of a sudden. I'm very serious about Secret Wars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that how often it checks in with Molecule Man. Yes. I, Just having I, a normal he's, life. He's such a like a like a goober and it keeps like peeking in on his life and Vol Volcana or whatever her name is. Uh-huh. And they're just like living the good life in the suburbs or whatever. But he he's like the only one who knows that something is wrong. He's like, Oh, your molecules are all like off, girl. And she's like, Oh no, fix me. And he's like, done. Like <laughs> And then, like, he knows they at that point that mo- Beyonder has taken over the universe. Yeah. But then he's like, ah, fuck it, and just keeps watching TV. It's a very interesting vibe. Well, they make it man. clear that he's still only the second most powerful being in the universe. So it's kind of like, 
it's unclear his ability and responsibility to stop the Beyonder, right? Because it's like this guy's so yes, strong. Yes, than exactly. Me. Yeah. Even uh, so even when little, he gets visited by there. the Watcher. Yeah. The Watcher's uh, like, please help. And we want you to like, fix something. Aren't you? He's like, you you a Watcher? You just watch. <laughs> and he's like, no, we took a vote. We we're not watching anymore. We're fixing this. And. <laughs> <laughs> molecule man's like oh well i'm still out though because nah <laughs> and then in no this, after this conversation with uh after this conversation with watu uh uh martha volcana accidentally burns dinner and so molecule man fixes her cooking with molecules and she's like oh i'm so sorry you know you don't want to use your powers and he's like well fuck it i guess i'm saving the universe <laughs> <laughs> Every time I can't just use my molecule powers to fix dinner. Every time you burn it, Volcana, fuck! I'm gonna go kill the Beyonder. <laughs> dinner better be ready when I get home. <laughs> I can't. I can't with Molecule Man. It's so fucking stupid. I love that. I also love that he's like five two, and she's like nine feet tall, and yeah. she she weighs a solid like two hundred and eighty pounds. Of yeah, just it muscle. wasn't it wasn't accented in Secret Wars one, but in this one, their size difference is pretty pretty noticeable. He's a cute little boy. Yeah. He's a cute little puppy it's dog. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. Okay. We get, so we're talking about Dazzler too. We talk about yeah. Yeah. Oh so, wait, hold on. The part situation. that I wanted to mention about because we're talking about this was like, do you remember when when uh, Beyonder he just eats until he looks until he's that scene from Monty Python, this like giant fatso, <laughs> and, and then the, yeah, the funny Futurama. thing that happens after was that he, everybody's still like, "Damn, dude, even fat." We're like really into it, and he's like, "Nope, I'm taking away your belly. You get you get hard yeah. body. You get hard body Beyonder. <laughs> no liking my chub." <laughs> <laughs> yeah because he knows what hot is Vinny taught him that <laughs> Vinny taught me what's hot you don't know Vinny taught me to desire people <laughs> he's saying Vinny's wrong <laughs> yeah uh, so the first issue we read was sort of about you know taking over and learning about sex and then the second one is that he's he's really interested in love I I gotta say the beginning of this of this issue is incredible because the Beyonder is making out with like some hot model. He then immediately dumps her. She's like, "What?" He leaves and then flies off in his flying car. <laughs> he does. He drives a flying and, car, <laughs> and he can fly after this, using this, his this, water. He's pick. so fun because he can fly and teleport. But yeah. chooses to travel by flying Lamborghini because he's and, just a fucking goofball. And the whole time he's in his Lamborghini, he's got a Cuisinart fucking <laughs> next to him in the, in the passenger seat, and he's constantly like fucking blending he vegetables. All, he thinks it's dope. He thinks it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> and I, quote, I love gadgets. <laughs> I just love gadgets. He has like a Radio Shack budget. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this fucking dude—he's <laughs> everything to me. <laughs> yeah, sure, you're hot and you make out good, but can you blend like a Cuisinart? <laughs> the Cuisinart gets the front seat. They call um, it the Universal Remote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also. 
this is this so so there's a there's a few there's a bit of stuff before we get to Dazzler, but most importantly to me, there's this moment where he's trying to learn about love and he comes back to that ex that he dumped, the model, and she has killed herself because he left. And he's like, Oh, that's not gonna do. And he revives her. And she's like, she's like, what? You're back. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not here for you. I just really want love. You think any of these people could be my fuck buddy, my partner? And he shows like a bunch of, he like conjures a bunch of images and she's like, oh, but, oh, wait a minute. Some of these are men. And he's like, why not? Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be you. And then I'm going to go fuck them. And he puts her face on. I'm not in, I'm not inherently gendered. He basically is like, like, I'm, he's like, I'm not gendered. I could be whatever. Yeah. Which I can I be know. anything I want, but I'm going to take your face. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, ah, no, fuck it. I'll be cishet. Um, and, and I'm used to being a dude. And so he just hangs out. He's, he goes back to his, his hot form. Uh, but that, yeah, I remind but still, you, is based like, on how, Captain America's face. This, this, this heartbroken Mixed woman. Mixed with Michael Jackson now. Yeah, Mrs. Michael Jackson now. By is that issue two, does he have the black hair? Yeah, he does. He does. He does throw in just a 10% yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson. Uh, it's pretty funny. Um, so it's this good. poor yeah, they, woman. They call it out. Vinny yeah. teaches him yeah, about do. Michael Jackson. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this poor woman has killed herself. Can you imagine? I, I mean, obviously, not real, but like <laughs> the emotional beat of being brought back to life by the person who jilted you, left you heartbroken. Uh and then he said, I'm going to steal your face and fuck other men. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have <laughs> Ice cold. It sounds like Ice my first cold. boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, okay. Then he goes off and he he searches for Dazzler. Um. Because that was, I don't know, he's like in love with Dazzler, it's kind sort of, of sort for of some unknown reason, yeah. Super powerful. I think they just want to do it, right? Because every issue yeah. sort of spins towards different angles of the Marvel pantheon of heroes, right? So yes. This one, they, yes. whatever reason, they chose Dazzler to, she is kind of the canonical babe, even though she's not right. really drawn, like, obviously the most hot person in Marvel. Um, totally. But that's, that's what we're led to believe. Yeah. That she's the Urbabe. Mmm. Urbabe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. They've got this whole they've got this whole thing. She's like he's like trying to woo her, but she's like, No, you can have anything. This is like all fake. I want real things. I want somebody who yeah, struggles he, in he life. He tries various levels of mind control. And uh-huh. it's kind of it's kind of funny and interesting where he's like, All right, well, hundred percent mind control is no fun. Uh, let's see what twenty's like. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, and he's like, oh, okay, 35. We'll go 35. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, I like all the different places he tries to, he tries to sex her. He's like, here's an igloo. Do you want to sex here? And she's like, no. <laughs> no. He goes, here's space. Do you want to sex here? And she's like, no. <laughs> I, I made you a space. god. Do you want to fuck in all of creation? She's like, maybe for a second. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, the, also, the taxi joke is really funny. Oh, whenever God. they do it, whenever she, he's he's like, "Can I call, call you, you, Allison?" and she goes, "Call me a taxi." Okay, a taxi. <laughs> and then later on, he does the same thing where she's like, "What's your name?" and he's like, "Call me a taxi." <laughs> <laughs> so he can't have Dazzler. 
Uh, and then he runs into this runaway mutant teen uh, whose name is either Boom Boom or like Time Bomb or something. Boom Boom's a real like character. I'm very super... surprised. I was not surprised this is her introduction, which as far as I can tell, it is because she's not part of it the It seems like yet. it. It seems like he yeah. created Boom Boom, who is a fun character. Uh, but yeah, they do say she's 13 when she looks like she's about 40. Right. Yes. And then I was I was worried for a second where this was going to go because at one and point she wears cyberpunk sunglasses. Yes. Uh, at one point they're hanging out and he's like, well, I can just give you anything you want. Like, I know you want to be hot. and I know you want to be old. Now you're 21. Now I know you. And I was like, oh, no, where are we going? But uh, but no, she she completely runs away. No, she at this point, he's at this point, he's pretty lost and defeated. And he just finds this girl who feels the same and they have a pretty nice time although he's still a fucking yeah. goober it's more yes. or less totally on the level did you i have a question did you after all that whole mob opening in issue three do you in your head hear the beyonder and every time he speaks he's like yeah i want you to make out with me in the cosmos <laughs> like because i couldn't stop doing that i couldn't stop this this like feeling that maybe he'd inherited an incredibly strong Brooklyn accent from the mobsters. <laughs> from the mobsters. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I want it real bad. <laughs> it would have uh, been fun if he was constantly like, I gotta see a guy about a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give you lead feet. Um, okay. And then, and then, just to just to get through it, uh, the very final issue that we read, he tries being a hero. He uh, meets a man named Dave, a very Dave. mediocre <laughs> man named Dave. Mediocre, oh uh, my the, god! The mediocre yes. white man Dave really fucks everything <laughs> up pretty bad. <laughs> like really bad. <laughs> I thought it was St- I thought it was Stan Lee at first. Oh god! No. When he when like the first panel, I was like, oh, did Stan is Stan in the comic? That's fun. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, or so doing the whole deep. like Marvel thing. He meets the Marvel writers and talks to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, but no, it's just a white guy who named Dave who ruins everything. Yeah, because the crux of this issue is that the Avengers, the Avengers try and stop him from doing this, but there's no way for the Beyonder to be a hero with the p- kind of powers he has without essentially making everyone entirely reliant on him using his reality altering powers. And the event, the Avengers are like, that's a bad thing. People are gonna like stop trying because you'll just give them everything. And uh, and meanwhile, he's found this guy Dave, who's so shitty and mediocre and lost in life that he has completely latched on to the Beyonder for all self worth. And and the uh, Beyonder kind of does the same. Like, how is he taking Dave's word for everything? This <laughs> is yeah. And it's, it's funny because they've yeah. spent these these six issues sort of building up how sort of incapable of um self-governance <laughs> the beyonder is so I, I was ready to believe that uh that he would kind of fall for dave's fall into the hole of dave's mediocrity uh, <laughs> other than we've just we've seen him meet so many more influential people that i sort of thought like one of them would well, have gotten their yeah. hooks into him if they were so inclined because because in this issue like fucking eternity, chaos, order, the in-betweener, death. They all show up and they're all like telling him stuff. And he goes, He's like, no, I listened to Dave. I don't know. You- What's <laughs> Dave you- think? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really actually pretty fun. Uh yeah. Uh, now, did you guys notice, even though he's not named with Mephisto and Death and all of those, 
uh, multiple panels they've just drawn with uh, hanging out with God? everybody. Christian God is just hanging out. <laughs> the, the man with the beard is just a part of the team, and he doesn't get a name. He doesn't get any lines. He's just like, <laughs> which is so funny. It's so cucking of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, so stupid yeah yeah dave has him kill death and he just he kills death and then dave immediately regrets it and he's like well we could get death back if i turn you into death and dave's like yes i've always wanted to be something so i guess now c- canonically from here on out marvel's death is, dave. Death is this shitty guy dave <laughs> and secret wars isn't even over yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've killed yeah. death and, and brought back a new character, Dave, to be the new for- <laughs> to be the new Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh my god. So also yeah. like Dave uh, Dave De- Death was Death was like a woman at first. Yeah, Death was a woman, a now man. it's Dave. Now it's now it's Yeah, now it's fucking Dave. Do you think Thanos is still Dave. gonna be into Dave? Oh my oh, god, I hope yeah. so. Oh shit! This th- Secret Wars two, you give me you give me everything. I love it. I really do. I I I. It's it's so fun to read something so like, I guess unpredictable stupid. is what I would say. Yeah, it's like it's off it's the incredibly rails stupid. in a, a pretty fun way. Like usually when when Marvel is stupid, it's pretty it's pretty unreadable. Uh, like Howard the Duck was. Yeah, Howard the Duck, Rocket Raccoon. This is stupid yeah. in a pretty delightful way, a pretty just uh, sincere and gooberous uh, comic. Gooberous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, before we hand this over to Shane, battery check. We are sitting at twenty seven percent. I think we're gonna make okay. it. Okay, I think we're fine. I think we're gonna make it. I think we're gonna make it. <laughs> hello hello and welcome welcome to this week's fuck Mary kill where we have one in the gun one in the bum and one who is the one listen we gotta talk about lady beyonder lady we gotta, beyonder we gotta talk about lady beyonder okay, okay i'm gonna give okay. i'm gonna give you guys lady beyonder we also talk about santa we gotta talk about burglar santa <laughs> 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 well and to be fair to be fair we don't know whether or not it was real santa yeah real that's true. real santa could just be it a burglar be from the could be on the table yeah and last but not least, we're obviously talking about Dave, guys. Come on. Dave, oh. Come on. <laughs> we're, talk- we're talking about Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Oh, oh, these are tough. Jesus. <laughs> okay, because, like, I could kill one of them, but then I'd have to fuck one of the others. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. I kind I kind of hate this. I guess You've... I guess I'm going to start with killing the Santa Claus. I don't have I don't have like a I don't know. I don't know what you I don't know what the term is for being into people who look like Santa Claus, but I don't really have it. I'm trying to come up with one. Uh, uh 
Oh, like uh, like if it, like if you have like a like a like a claws fetish. Like oh no like no no! I've got bear? Uh, I've got yeah. A no no no! Hold on, you're uh, you're a stocking stuffer. <gasps> oh, <laughs> put it right in your candy cane. Yeah, so I don't know the like older dude thing. Not feeling it. Also, he's drawn like a pedophile. I think I'm safe to just kill him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's Anxious fair. to know what you do with Dave. <laughs> There's. I don't think I could. I don't think I could suffer an eternity with Dave. So I guess I'll just have oh. mediocre sex with regular Dave. <laughs> Whatever. You know, just... Our first album title is "Mediocre Sex with Regular with Dave." Regular Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so whatever. Um, and then I guess I'm, yeah, and then I'm you marry married, I'm married to Lady Beyonder. That's probably fun. That I yeah. probably gets tiresome, but I think it's good for a ride. It's good for longer than Dave. How many yeah. times does Lady Beyonder kill you and bring you back to life <laughs> to tell you about other people they fucked? <laughs> probably happens. <laughs> like, it probably happens. Maybe just often enough, because that... Is it weird if I might be into that? You can be into that. <laughs> the, the killing part too you want you want her to kill you i don't know I taste death. maybe I'd, I'd be interested if i knew she was gonna bring me back you know what well, i mean if you wanted to if you wanted to taste death roy you should have married uh, dave oh uh, no, but you said, <laughs> you said regular dave, uh, death dave is death dave on the oh, table they taste the same <laughs> you don't know that you can't tell me that death dave and alive dave don't taste the same <laughs> What you don't know is that we've replaced your Folgers instant coffee with Death Day. Oh my God. Oh, those commercials were happening right now. Those fucking Probably, 80s, yeah. the 80s Folgers commercials where he's like, I wish you could just make me a good cup of coffee for my birthday. <laughs> have you have you seen those? Yes, I have. I have. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I did want to say I find that I, I think it's actually really fascinating. This is Secret Wars Two probably is the most '80s thing that we've read because doesn't he kind of 80s. like embody the '80s mythos? Yes, yes. he is. He 100 everything that is pop culture '80s is thrown into him, and he's just like a hot, svelte, hairless white guy that's just fucking rich and boning and and that's just going fucking crazy. his way through, yeah. his way to the <laughs> world, blasting on yeah. coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so okay, I I will kill Lady Beyonder. Um, oh, oh because gross. now Santa's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kill Lady Beyonder because as much as I'm interested to be killed and brought back to life and and you know all that all that good stuff. I think for the same reasons that this comic is getting to, I think the Beyonder probably is better dead. Uh, <laughs> it's terrifying to have the Beyonder around. I'd like to kill the Beyonder. Lady or no, um, I will marry Burglar Claws. <laughs> Ooh, burglar bring Claws. you nice things. And yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you be married. You never know what you're gonna get. And at least I know with this guy, he's a competent, petty burglar. Yeah, and Saint Larceny. Saint Larceny. And when I need <laughs> some small things, 
<laughs> he'll be fine getting me those. Like a, maybe a maybe maybe and if a he ever radio. Gets pinched, you know, he won't go away for a long time, right? He, you just gotta yes. It'll yeah, be, it'll be small stints in jail. Daddy can survive that. Do long. you think he leaves? Do you think he leaves little lumps of coal when he takes like a blender? <laughs> and he, just, <laughs> leave, he just leaves a little candy cane or a lump of coal behind. Well, and on the off chance that he really is the real Santa Claus, it means oh, that yeah. I have you get to be Mrs. myself. Claus. You get to be Mr. Mr. Mrs. Claus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There, there's there's something to be gained there. And then I kill Dave. I kill uh I, I kill I kill I kill Dave. Over to you, Shane. Okay. Listen. No way you can't I... kill Dave because you killed you killed Lady Beyonder. You bang Dave. Oh fuck. You do have to you do have to bang Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry, the I, rules are the rules, I, Andrew. I changed the game because I didn't want to fuck Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably I not the you're not the, the first person to say that. I'm sure. I, oh, you meant you meant kill, kill, Mary, right? That's the uh, game we're playing. I, uh. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I fuck Dave. <laughs> say it. Say the words. Yeah. Yeah. Say it like you like it. <laughs> No, because I won't. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as Rory. It's just like, fine. Okay. One day with Dave. <laughs> Mediocre sex with regular Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. Do it. I feel like... Seven minutes of David. <laughs> seven, seven, three and a half minutes of Dave. <laughs> Sounds so good. I also listen. I I don't necessarily want to kill Lady Beyonder. Uh huh. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I want to kill Lady Beyonder, but I also feel like so annoying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like so. If, imagine fast forward Lady Beyonder to now, and all of the people who were Lady Beyonder in the eighties and who they are right now. I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So you what? You kill Lady Beyonder? I think I no. I think I sex them. Okay. So I don't have to like feel bad about killing them, and then I also don't have to marry them. Yeah. So you just you you have them turn you into a god, and you fuck through the stars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We kid. We kiss as constellations. Um. Yeah. I kill Santa. <laughs> we got it. He's on tape. I get <laughs> book him, boys. <laughs> Oh my god, my presents! <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going away for a long to, time. I give a present to the world and I kill Santa. Um, <laughs> Christmas came early, and so did Santa when I killed him. Uh, and then, yeah, mm. I marry, I marry boring Dave. Why? I mean, just, what is that like? You could do worse boring. than Dave too. He's straight middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I just like. And you have somebody who's got the Beyonder's ear Dave's without having this, to Dave's be around Beyonder choice. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I can like tell Dave to tell the Beyonder stuff. <laughs> right. I can make him make the Beyonder do stuff. Yeah. That's why I marry Dave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're one step removed from the Beyonder. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 two Kevin Bacon's from the Beyonder. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I like how that's just 
the three of us that I avoided saying Rory. <laughs> thank you, Shane, and thank you, everybody. Everybody else. Uh, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a really stupid issue, number 68 of the Infant Backlog. Thank you for being here. Rory, battery check. Uh, we're sitting at 23%. Oh, we did it. We did it so good. But we're yes. sometimes sometimes computers just decide to die uh, at random percentages. So we're just we're just gonna get the hell out of this episode so we can yeah. save the audio. So thank you everybody. Goodbye. Play that theme song. So I'm like wandering around trying to get everybody's like Chipotle order because that seems like the easiest thing to order for lunch. And I've got my DoorDash app open and one by one down the like I start and I'm like, I'm getting a burrito. And one by one down the line, everyone is like, I'm going to do the burrito bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a bowl's going to be better. I'll do the bowl. I'm going to get a burrito bowl. And so I'm the one sitting there. Like the carb demon, while everyone else is like, "Ooh, tortilla, no thanks. I want a bowl. one tortilla. Ooh, uh, fatty's got a like tortilla. The... <laughs> <laughs> if I eat that tortilla, I'm gonna feel it for the next three days. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. anyway. Infuri- it's infuriating. It's I just infuriating. can't. I just can't eat a fucking tortilla. Live your life.